Welcome to the Hotter Than Health podcast, a podcast and resource for those looking to expand and elevate their lives. Each week, we will bring you provocative topics, engaging interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness to answer your burning questions. Each episode, you will leave with tangible tips and takeaways so that you can immediately begin to elevate and optimize your life. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. I cannot tell you how excited I am for today's episode. I could have spoken to Joseph for 10 hours. We needed multiple episodes. He's already booked for another episode. And as soon as he started speaking, I knew that this was going to be life-changing for a lot of people. And when I say life-changing, I mean anyone who has been impacted by chronic disease, whether it is heart disease in your family, cancer in your family, it is type 2 diabetes, anything, any chronic illness, any type of slump in energy, anything you can think of. We are talking about the fasting mimicking diet. Today we have on Dr. Joseph Antoon. He is the chairman and CEO of El Nutra, which is the producer of the brand new, not brand new, but incredibly popular diet, and it's called Prolon. You've seen celebrities do it. You've seen uh, Gwyneth Paltrow on Goop talk about her incredible results. It is a five day or one day or however you want to play it, fasting mimicking diet. We have on Dr. Joseph Antoon and truly he's an MD, a PhD. He has been studying for the past 18 years doing the next 20 years of research to provide as many people and as many people in the healthcare system with this information as possible. Fasting has become the number one nutrition lifestyle in the U.S., but the average person can only fast for about 16 hours at a time, and it really doesn't produce the most effective results is what he has found. So Dr. Joseph questioned the status quo. He decided to leave his medicine career in order to reform the healthcare system into a preventative one instead of just being handed a pill. So Joseph and his company invested tens of millions of dollars into a breakthrough discovery, which has undergone clinical trials in 16 top universities around the world. That includes Stanford, USC, UCLA, University of Berlin, University of Milan, and has been featured in the number one peer medical journal four different times. And that doesn't just happen. So he's the number one peer medical journal four different times, which means that his research is not only credible, but it has been proven time and time again, tested, and it is the type of research that has won Pulitzer Prizes. So his company owns over 200 different patents, including the only patent in the world promoting longevity. And his partner was named the Time Magazine's to be one of the most top 50 most influential most influential people in healthcare. His mission is to replace pills, dependency, and have a lifestyle with medicine based on healthy nutrition, producing healthier and happier and longer lives. 
this conversation is incredible. We talk about what aging is. We talk about chronic diseases. We talk about high cholesterol. We talk about the different macronutrients, protein, fiber, carbs, uh, fats, and how they can affect your life in different ways. We talk about does fasting eat muscle? Does the does too much protein lead to chronic disease does is there a way to reset your life and rejuvenate your body only in five days and it truly has been adding on years and years to people's lifespan he has been on the mind mind body green podcast he has been all over the world promoting his company prolon and l nutra i i am beyond impressed by this person. We had an amazing conversation. There's so many analogies. You all will absolutely love it. At the end, we do have a discount code for you all to make sure that we all have the opportunity to try the Prolon Fasting Mimicking Diet. The code is HTH25. Again, code HTH25. I will be doing the five-day fast at some point. I'm not positive exactly when, but I have a feeling this is going to be something that I'm including. You know my history in my family of cancers. There's a history of heart issue and stroke and Alzheimer's, and these are all things that I want to get ahead of and not be reactive. This is a proactive conversation. You can tell in my voice that I am absolutely, I am such an advocate for this conversation. It needs to be spread everywhere. He has such an extensive pedigree and without further ado, I cannot wait to introduce you Joseph Antoon, CEO and founder of El Nutra and Prolon. Joseph, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Eliza. And uh, I look forward to hopefully changing the lifestyle or the life of one of your listeners today who would love Uh to do that. (laughs) I think that I think that we're on the right track to doing so. We, yes. in doing research for this episode, I could not stop. I could not. There is so much that goes into this that was amazing. Before we get into the fasting and the fasting mimicking chronic diseases, I want to hear a little about you from the perspective of how you got into this industry and what led you into fasting and longevity specifically? Yeah. Um, well, I, I started my career as a physician and, and, you know, I have an MD, PhD and a couple of masters and, and, and all this means I was a big nerd at that time. And, and I wanted to change the patient's lives. And, and for me, my mission was how can I get people to cure their diseases and how can I help most people not get a disease or just get it at the end of life and die soon after? rather than to live sick long. And so um, so I, I got one of the best education in medicine only to figure out when I was doing my rotations that we're, you know, we're, we're putting people on pills uh, for multiple pills, what we call today polypharmacy, and we're putting them on those pills every month for the rest of their lives. And, you know, 90% of us will die out of one of four diseases, going to be cancer, cardiovascular, diabetes, or Alzheimer's. And none of those four chronic diseases have one pill solution today. You gotta, you gotta take your statin, and you're gonna take your hypertensive drug, and you're gonna take your, uh, uh, you know, blood pressure dr- drug and blood sugar drug, and all of them, and you're gonna take them for the rest of your life, um, and never be cured. And so that was that was frustrating, and I decided to go more into lifestyle medicine. 
um, and uh, and uh, so left medicine. I, I went to help Baltimore in public health, and um, inside I came looking into how can I change people's lifestyle so that we help them live a healthy worldwide. I actually remember in a podcast episode that you did, I was listening to you just said point blank, if the pills aren't working, why are we taking them every single month? And and I was I was amazed with the studies that I got in, in health policy and, and public health, but still I didn't find a solution that can help people go off their pills. That was my biggest, that was my biggest question and frustration. I, I used to ask the doctors I was doing my rotation with, if our pills work, why do we have to refill them every month? And 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 still there was no answer for that. And I started learning more and more around the world traveling. I, I actually worked uh, with over 30 ministries of health and in different countries and tried to help them with do more prevention and do more um, uh, uh, lifestyle medicine. But it, we always hit a wall and the wall was, there was no product, there was no platform to, to help people consume so that they stay healthy long. It was always, you know, a set of education, awareness about eat healthy, exercise, stop smoking, which is very effective and great. But, you know, you put a burger in front of a hungry person, they're going to, you know, that person is going to eat the burger. And so how can I put a healthy burger in front of that person? Yeah. Or how can I improve what they consume? That's probably would be a more effective solution. It's really interesting the your approach here because a lot of people that is where the you know you can beat someone to death by saying eat your vegetables and go for walks yeah. every day and that type of thing but at the end of the day people do want they want a pill they want a fix they want something wrapped up in a bow saying this will fix and that's essentially what you did in a yeah, way Yeah and and Exactly. This is what I learned from whether it's politicians doing health policy, whether it's doctors, whether it's payers, they want fast fixes. Nobody wants to prevent something that does not exist today and, and potentially avoid future consequences. Nobody can measure that. People want to shorten fixes. We can talk about longevity all day long, but people mm-hmm. want something to feel better today, right? To, yeah. to 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 get better today, to improve their well-being, their mental health today, their gut health today. And this is what I learned the hard way uh, after you know 15, 15 years between medicine and health policy and, and the biotech industry. I joined the biotech industry to learn how to discover new products because this is what I figured out is like I have to consumerize prevention, public health, and being healthy today. And um, and so I joined the biotech industry and I learned how to discover products, how to launch products, how to price them, how to sell them, how to market them. And then I left uh, some 10 years ago and started my own cons- consulting company. And I was looking around the world for what could become a true disruptive technology to help people stay healthier today and feel better today and lose weight today because everyone wants all of those together. But while um, simultaneously giving their bodies the advantage of fasting, yeah. So, so I discovered fasting a little bit later. That was that was actually oh. that was actually the end point. I I first I first learned aging, and and that's that was a big revelation. I remember I was talking to the CEO of the Buck Institute for Research on Aging, and it was like he told me one sentence that changed my life. He was like, "You guys got everything wrong in medicine and healthcare." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "You think." 
the four big killers going back to them, cancer, diabetes, Alzheimer's, and, and, um, and cardiovascular disease, he's saying, you, you think they're different? Do you think they're coming from genetics or from, it actually mostly the symptoms of aging. And this is why you don't get Alzheimer's at age 40. This is why you don't get the first breast cancer at age 17. This is why you don't get your first um, you know, diabetes type 2, say, at age 23. Yeah, you and don't so you see take, really young people with dementia and Alzheimer's. Exactly. I mean, you always see some, some sometimes it happens. It's, it's, it's an accident. And even if accelerated yeah. by lifestyle or, or genetic disorders, but you don't see most of the four killers at younger age. And so the, the goal was, if you want to live healthy long, you got to keep your biological age younger. So say, Eliza, say you're 30 and, 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 um, and in 10 years, you'll be 40. But in 10 years, if you stay closer to 30, biologically, that's the best thing you can do to your body to stay healthy longer away from the onset of the first chronic disease. That is so what I want. The, that is yeah. What I, want. So I don't care it, what the number is, but I yeah. <laughs> want it to be less than what it is. Exactly. Like based so, on the world, on the calendar. So now I have a completely different view on the health system. It's all about biological age. How young are you from the inside? And it's not about how old are you from the outside. It's how young are you from the inside? And I was like, wow, how can I change a person youthfulness from the inside? And most aging experts that I traveled and I met with, they said, you got to talk to Professor Walter Longo who discovered that fasting can induce cellular rejuvenation and keeps you younger from the inside. And he actually made it easy because fasting is a scary word for most of us. And to rejuvenate a cell, you have to stress the body with fasting for three, four, or five days. So Professor Longo at USC, the Longevity Institute at USC, they actually came up with this Nutri, I call it Nutri Revolution, Nutri Technology, which is a food for five days that you can consume keeps your body in a fasting mode, and therefore the cells are rejuvenating. We call that autophagy through fasting, won the Nobel Prize in 2016. And therefore you can stay healthier. You can Your biological age is either slowing down or reversed a little bit. And therefore you create that spread of youthfulness from the inside versus getting old from the outside. This is so amazing. First of all, I don't know why we aren't talking more about who's winning the Nobel Prize. These are these are <laughs> such amazing revelations. You're talking about reversing our age from the inside out. What exactly is aging and what is what is happening if you can dumb it down in a way for me? What is happening biologically as we age and why is it that we see people who are because you don't often see people who are in their 70s and 80s, 90s getting these diseases. Why is it this sweet spot of yeah. you know, 30 to 50? What's going on here? Yes. This is I'm I'm 29, and so yes. I'm trying to live forever. I wasn't here. far. <laughs> I wasn't far. <laughs> exactly, but I I will say I'll I'll let you guess later what the what my actual biological age was because I did do a test a couple months okay, ago. Fantastic. So. You know, we, we the, the more we age, the more the DNA gets damaged in the cell, and the more the cell, the cellular potential to repair the DNA decreases, and therefore <clears throat> the potential of the cell to rejuvenate decreases, and this is how we can get older. I, I say it in a couple of videos: is our ability to rejuvenate, to fix, and to regenerate, to bring new cells defines our aging. 
you know, uh, uh, when you were, and, and I'll give you a, a, an example. When you were seven year old and, you know, you fall down, you have some scratch on your thigh. It takes just a, barely a day or two. It's gone, right? Now you're 30, it's going to take three, four days. And when you're going to be 60, 70, you know, it's going to get infected because there's less immunity there. And, and you're going to, it's going to take two to three weeks and they're going to have to stitch it, etc. So the ability to fix, to repair, to rejuvenate and to regenerate new cells is, is the expression of aging. And it goes all the way back to <clears throat> the ability to fix the DNA and replicate a cell and, and do it in a way where there are no mistakes. Now, you brought a very essential and, and, and something I'm very passionate about is the life cycle. As you asked me a great question, you said, you know, my grandma doesn't die from cancer at age 89, but, but she had breast cancer at age 45, right? So that's, that's, that's key because there was so much, there's so much, I'll, I'll call it, you know, non-truthful information. I'm going to be politically correct out there about nutrition, about lifestyle, about cancer, and a lot of things. But I'm going to bring you here the truth about, about all of this coming from science, not from me. Um, cancer is, it is, is it, what is cancer? Cancer is when a cell cannot stop replicating. You know, a cell replicates when it touches, when it touches cells around it, it stops growing. And when a cell loses that inhibition, keeps growing and, and, and in a crazy way, no, non-inhibited way, is, is a cancerous cells. Is, and it grows pretty fast and it goes everywhere in the body and we call that metastasis, right? So a cell does that mistake most many times while it's replicating. So it's replicating and it keeps going and it doesn't stop. Now, what, what, how, if, you're, if, if you're age zero to 30, your cells are still young enough. They don't do a lot of mistakes. So they replicate and they replicate well and, and the mistakes of cancer is low. A cell at age 80 and 90 is so old that it's not even replicating. It's so old and it doesn't respond. What, what tells a cell to replicate is, is basically growth hormones. So when you eat carbs, insulin increase. And when you eat protein, insulin-like growth factor increase. So these are growth hormones. When you eat, the body says, great, I have calories, let me grow. And so every time you eat the carbs and the protein, you're pushing your, your cells to grow. Between age 0 and 30, your risk of mistake is low. Between age 80 and above, your cells are not responding to insulin and IGF anyhow, but with that age of 40 to 65 is a critical age where you're young enough to replicate and respond to the growth factor, yet you're old enough to do a mistake and become a cancerous cell. Okay, so essentially you're you're in that middle ground where you're you're not as sharp as you once were, but you still have the energy that you once had. Yes, to replicate then, a cell and respond to food. And this is why we recommend that, you know, today everyone tells you eat high protein diet, high protein diet. Yes, when you're young. Yes, when you're above age 65, but not necessary. I'm talking for risk of cancer and longevity here. I'm not talking that if you want to have muscle and look great tomorrow. I'm saying if you're age 40 to 65, Pay attention to how much protein you're taking because you're pushing the growth factors in the body. You're pushing the cells to replicate and it takes one incident and it happens frequently, say, in female and in, in, in the breast level. And this is why we see spikes in breast cancer around this age. I want to get back to protein, but before we do, I think it's important to address growth factor. Can you explain what you mean by what is human growth factor and what are its good and bad effects 
and what do we yeah. see with that? How, how do we produce more of it? I was speaking to a client the other day and she mentioned that when she made her protein shakes, she didn't know why her stomach hurt so bad. She had been making the same shake for years and she couldn't figure out what was going on, but turns out it was actually her protein powder. She was using one that had tons of chemicals and gnarly ingredients and her body just could not absorb it and digest it. That is why I always recommend my favorite absolute favorite protein brand, which is Organifi. Organifi, especially the vanilla one, is what I'm favoring right now. Organifi is one of the only protein companies out there, supplement companies, that has been proving time and time again to have the best ingredients. They have glyphosate residue protection, so you don't have to worry about any of those nasty chemicals. They have a digestive enzyme, so it's easier to digest. They have a full nutrient profile that is absolutely ahead of its time. Couldn't be happier about it. The flavor is amazing. There's no BS ingredients and everything is organic and plant-based, of course. But if you wanna make sure that you are eating the most high quality protein powder, especially if you're consuming this more than once or twice a week, absolutely make sure that you're consuming the most high quality. That's really all you gotta do. You have to make sure that you use the code HTH so that you can switch over your protein and check out their other supplements as well. And use the code HTH20. You'll get 20% off at checkout. You will not regret it. I love the chocolate and the vanilla, but I've been favoring the vanilla lately. Again, use the code HTH20 at Organifi.com to check out all of their incredible products. Yeah. Well, there's a me we need to produce actually more. So, so there's in our body there's a there's a gland in the brain that cr produces growth hormone, right? And this this is essential between age 0 and 18 for us to grow vertically and become the adults that we are. So that's that's and anything after that the growth hormone is helping a little bit because it pushes the secretion of IGF and so like growth factor. So it helps a little bit dissolves the rejuvenation, but it's a clock that's pushing you forward. We don't grow backward. We don't grow horizontal. We grow towards our end. You know, the, every human, unfortunately, our story is a sad, sad story. We're born only to die. And whatever pushes you forward is it, whatever pushes you forward is pushing you forwards towards your end. So this is why some people, they actually have over secretion of growth hormone. It's a disease we call acromegaly. They're giants, right? Andre the Giant, all other giants, and they lose 10 years of their life. They actually have a 10 years less life expectancy than we do because they've been on a fast growth. They, the growth hormone is always, you know, overproducing versus us. And this is why they die sooner. Is that why Great Danes have a shorter life expectancy? Yeah. And, and dogs, right? Bigger dogs have shorter life expectancy than small dogs. Okay. So... So this is this is huge because there's so many companies they want to sell us growth hormone because guess what? If you take growth hormone, you're gonna look a little bit more buff muscular wise and you're gonna look a little bit, you know, better. But why the muscle is growing? Because it's pushed to be grow. And guess what? Every organ grows and your biological age is moving forward and therefore you're getting faster to it's like a car race. The more you hit the gas, the more you're gonna get to your end sooner. And this is what growth hormone does. 
Now you can accelerate aging now also by carbs because carbs push insulin. Insulin is another growth factor. So, so your body accelerates its own aging by its own growth hormone. The other way to accelerate aging is by eating high carb and eating high protein because high carb secretes insulin. High protein secretes IGF. IGF is insulin-like growth factor. It's the same growth factor like insulin. Basically, you put energy in your body. Your body says, great, um, the tank is full, let me grow. And this is why a lot of the research on longevity start, you know, is, is pushing us to go more plant-based, pescatarian, low-carb, because you have less of a push of insulin. You know, when you have complex carb coming from plant-based sources rather than dessert, et cetera, the complex carbs don't overspike insulin, so there's not a lot of push for aging. And, and protein coming from animal sources overspike IGF. This is why you see muscle growth when you eat steaks, uh, you know, big bodybuilders versus plant-based sources. You don't spike as much IGF, so you, so you don't actually push aging uh, much faster. This is, if you've watched Game Changers on Netflix, even Arnold Schwarzenegger turned into plant-based because he learned that, hey, I gotta, I gotta stop pushing my muscle now. I'm just pushing my aging at the same time. It was great when I went to be Mr. Olympia, but now that I'm 60, 70, 80, I don't want to overpush my growth towards my end. And this is why we're becoming more from a longevity science, preaching a little bit more a pescatarian or a plant-based diet. Okay. And to clarify and some summarize that for people, because this is a nutrition podcast and there's a lot of people who are extremely fit and there is that push in marketing for protein. I think that yeah. having a, a balanced meal is incredibly important. So protein, fat, carb, fiber, having that great for blood sugar levels, all these good things. That's definitely something that I think is important, but is it a matter of Okay, so high protein, high carbohydrate is going to be for aesthetics in a way, and then plant dominant and pescatarian yeah. is going to be more for longevity. Yeah, I mean, high carb is not going to is not going to support you know any, anyone, but high protein could support a little bit more muscle and some of the growth skin. Okay. So this is why a lot of folks are pushing people to inject growth hormone or to inject. Yeah, testosterone or, or to eat high levels of protein because you look a little bit good better on the short term sure and, and and this is why you do it with exercise you're trying to steer the signal towards the muscle but every organ is growing at the same time every organ is inspired to grow by the same hormone it's a it's a it's an endocrine hormone it's not just a local you know hormone so Let's... when you when you exercise and eat high protein you're trying to get most of the effects what we call pancreas locally but, it, but the secretion of IGF as a response to high nutri high uh, protein diet is a, is a systemic one. And, and you age a little bit faster. I mean, and we have a lot of scientific proof and examples. And, and, and like, for example, a lot of the bodybuilders, they end up dying also at a younger age. I mean, Ronnie Coleman, we, we lost him at age 55 uh, a couple of years ago, right? He was too young to, to, to die. And, and, and they cannot fix their body fast. They get... And when you see them, even the, the, the professional football players and others, you see them, they age so fast, right? When you look at when they stop, when they stop their injections, their protein, or they're being very active, you're shocked when you see them on TV. Just two years after they retire, you'll be like, wow, they look so old now. That is why I think so many people are impressed and not impressed, but 
that is why Tom Brady is such an anomaly. Not, not, I mean, of course, yes, because what he does on the field and his acumen, but his, his regimen off of the field, his nutrition, his, the lower inflammatory, he's not eating meat and potatoes every single meal. He is really in line with a longevity and performance-based diet. I cannot mention names, but a lot of the NFL, NHL, NBA players, they do prolong our product, the fasting mimicking diet. They do reset. They do the fast bar. I cannot mention names, but a lot of the top, top athletes, some of them, you know, with the rings on their fingers, Olympic players. There you go. So they, they're getting it. And, you know, Game Changer was one of the most watched documentary on Netflix for, you know, for a reason. There's, there's now the wave is uncovering what a lot of, protein-based businesses we're cheating us with which is and if it if it does work every day and i used to be one of those i used to drink heavily protein every day my muscle grow but doesn't grow every day it doesn't grow proportionally to what i was drinking so what we're trying to say here we're not saying protein are bad we're saying hey you do your 0.8 you know grams of protein per, per kilo or your 0.30 to 40 you want to you want to gain more muscle go a little bit more but don't go with the craze of going doubling or tripling or quadrupling these rates because your marginal return on growing your muscle is, is very low versus mm-hmm. your marginal harm of pushing the aging of your body, which becomes very high. It is so nice to hear someone with your pedigree say that because I think so many people need that permission slip because it's been forced down their throat that they need a, a gram for every every pound or kilogram it's it's gotten to be really tough because people translate that into progress they translate that into their their entire relationship with food is now based on how can i hit this insane number of protein now you mentioned something earlier and also i'd like to ask because this is something that i hear a lot someone who maybe isn't in support of fasting or they haven't done it themselves the number one thing that I hear, especially from men is, well, it's just going to eat up all your muscle. If you're fasting, then you're just going to lose all your muscle. Your body just starts eating your muscle. And can you talk about the benefits of fasting for someone who is actually trying to preserve and gain muscle? Well, it's, um, I, I would need a good five to 10 minutes to describe uh, this because not all fasting is the same, right? And, and, and these folks are right for certain fasting and they're wrong for other fasting. Fasting is not just one unit. And, and maybe this is, we, this is where we take the time to explain what is fasting, what are the phases of fasting, and, uh, and what are the benefits and, and the watch out from each. Yeah. What are, what are the different types of fasting and who are they for? What are the benefits? Yeah. professional after professional after professional and interview after interview talking about the benefits of calming your nervous system. That is why I have been such a fan of the Open app. You've heard me talk about it before. You've seen me talk about it on my Instagram. Open is the only app that offers breathwork, meditation, and movement classes. I have been doing their breathwork uninterrupted for nearly three months now, and I 
absolutely recommend it to anyone, especially if you are not necessarily in the mood to meditate, but you definitely need to get some type of mental clarity. There's unlimited live and on-demand classes with teachers that make you feel like you're actually in person. So this can help you increase energy, improve your focus, while also simultaneously helping your body to relax. So this can provide more productive time as well as alleviating anxiety. This helps also improve lung capacity. It helps with your daily meditative practice. It helps with emotional processing and increased creativity, which is great, especially for me with all these different podcasts. (laughs) So just make sure that you are checking out Open and getting your 30 days for free. I am absolutely obsessed with this app. It's like the teachers are super nurturing. The library has everything that you could think of. It's really, really cool because they also have just an aesthetic. It's a chic aesthetic on the app and it's an app that you really feel like you want to be a part of. And I feel like the price point is also super fair. And I like knowing that if I ever need to, I can cancel, but 20 bucks a month feels good. And I got it to try it out and then did it for the 30 days for free and then realized that I could not not have this breath work. So you can go to withopen.com backslash hotter and use the code hotter for 30 days for free. Make sure that you're getting the 30 days for free so you can see how it seamlessly enters into your morning or evening routine. I definitely recommend checking out the espresso shot breath work. It's my favorite. It's one minute and it gets me zoned in. That's again withopen.com backslash hotter withopen.com slash hotter using the code hotter for 30 days free. talk about it before having a collagen supplement thinking they need to add one into their smoothie or their coffee every morning but it just doesn't seem to be doing anything so oftentimes we take these supplements but we don't know that there's actually a missing link and that missing link is vitamin c so we all know vitamin c as a powerful immune boosting nutrient but did you know that it's also a critical nutrient for anti-aging and especially with what we know about intermittent fasting and fasting vitamin C and anti-aging go hand in hand. So if you're taking vitamin C capsules in capsule or tablet form, then you're missing out on key nutrients because they're simply going to pass through your body without being absorbed because of your stomach acid. However, our friends over at Plurality Health have patented a formula that utilizes something called micelle liposomal technology, which delivers the nutrients straight into your bloodstream, proven to be 800% more efficient. 800 percent more efficient. So if your skin is looking older than you and you have have the appearance of fine lines, wrinkles, age spots, sagging skin, any type of old looking skin that is frustrating you, give Purality Health Micelle Liposomal Vitamin C a try. It's backed by a 180 day money back guarantee and today we have 20% off. Just visit PurityHealth.com and use the code hotter 20 to get 20% off. Again, using puralityhealth.com, the code is HTH20, HTH20, hotter than health 20, at puralityhealth.com for 20% off. Again, puralityhealth.com, code HTH20, and check out the micelle liposomal vitamin C. You will not regret it. So 
So the first type of fasting, we call it intermittent fasting. And, and probably everyone by now have heard about intermittent fasting, but they equated it with the 16-8. Um, intermittent fasting is actually any type of fasting that is less than two days. In prolonged or periodic fasting is a fasting for a period that is more than two days. And why the two days cut off? And again, it's not like a, it's a clicking talk. It's a, it's a clicking clock, but it, it, for different pe- you know, people, it's a different period. And I'll explain how. But in general, for most people, the first two days, you have enough reserve in the body to compensate for the, the calorie deficit with fasting. So the first two days is more of compensating for a deficit is losing weight. Once you cross the second day, the body's telling the cells, hey, I'm, I'm not eating and I'm depleting my reserve very fast. So there's a crisis. And when the crisis happens, the cells are saying, okay, we have to be self-sufficient. I'm gonna have to go and look for intracellular sources of calories, so debris, organelles, and I'm gonna start repairing my inside and rejuvenating to survive. Um, so that's protectionist positive signal of fasting that happens after two days changes the entire paradigm with fasting. So less than two days, you know, I always say the body goes to the checking accounts first. Checking account is glycogen. And this is where the bodybuilders are telling you, oh, my body's going to eat my muscle. Now the body's going to go for glycogen first. And the biggest stores of glycogens are in the muscle and in the liver as well. Then the body goes, so that's the checking account. The savings account is fat. So the body goes to fat as well. And then I always say the credit or the bank loan you can get is from the liver. The liver can do some level of neoglucogenesis to dump also some calories into the system. So the first two days, yes, you're going to lose a bit of glycogen from your muscle. Yes, you're going to lose a lot of fat as well. So a lot of people love that. And um, if you couple intermittent fasting with, you know, a certain level of keto with, with protein or a certain level of high protein diet and exercise, you can compensate for that glycogen, you know, loss in the muscle. We have taken a different approach. We went for a prolonged fast. So because we wanted to go beyond just weight loss and metabolic, you know, advantages, which are great actually with intermittent fasting, there's great benefits over there, especially for for US population that has 73% of of overweight. Um, But we went a little bit beyond that. We're very interested in cellular rejuvenation. Everyone, I think, thinks that they're doing 16 hours of fast, skipping breakfast, doing autophagy. That doesn't happen. Autophagy doesn't happen at hour 16, nor 18, nor 20, by the way. It takes a couple of days for most people. Now, if you're skinny, you're, you exercise intensively, you don't have a lot of reserve, the crisis is fast on day one, and then you're going to start doing autophagy as of 24 hours, right? Or even 18 hours or 16 if you run a marathon in the morning. But for most people, it's happening uh, the second day because, you know, they have normal metabolic rate. They still have some reserves. Again, 73% of us carry a little bit of overweight. So there's a good number of reserves before the crisis, before the white flag is... is, is, they, is got, they have more of a checking and a savings account. They're more checking and savings account and the burn rate is lower. So the crisis happens around the second day. And, and if you have a very low metabolic rate, you're not moving off your couch and you have a lot of reserve, you're going to wait till day three. To, to get into autophagy. But something I want to explain here to most is that autophagy at hour 16 happens to less than 1% of people. And you got to go all the way to cross the second day to get through autophagy. And, and by the way, even if it happens a little bit sooner, it just barely started to happen. You, 
you haven't benefited from a day or two or three of autophagy. So we at Alnutra, and L stands for Longevity Nutra for Nutrition, we started studying prolonged fasting for 20 years now. And we're an offspring from University of Southern California. The Longevity Institute there was looking at what happens to the body if you fast for a few hours, one day, two days, three days, four days, five days, six days, and seven days, by the way. And five days was the perfect equilibrium because it was long enough to give you three days of autophagy and regeneration and rejuvenation. And it was short enough from a compliance and risk standpoint that most people could, could do it. And, and I'm not talking about water fasting here. We developed a technology, a nutrition technology called the fasting mimicking nutrition or the fasting mimicking diet. Most people know the word Prolon. That's the, the commercial or the brand name in the market. Um, and so we help you. We send you food at home that you can eat for five days and your body stays in a fasting mode. So you're getting cellular rejuvenation. You're losing weight. You are in a fasting. You are in a ketogenetic, very deep ketogenetic actually state, but you're eating food. And, and that was a big literary revolution, actually, that, that, that happened 13, 14 years ago. And it was mainly sponsored by the National Institute of Health. So the NIH is the biggest grantor of, or most credible grantor of funds in the U.S. They actually put millions of dollars with us and with USC in order to come up with this technology. Because when they saw the mice trials, the fasting mimicking diet in mice or the fasting trials in mice were leading to so many great lifespan, health span, and, and chronic disease management you know, outcomes. They wanted us to try it in humans. We didn't want to do five days of water fasting in humans because people couldn't do it. Um, so we had to come up with this food technology so that we help people go through five days of fast so that you get a good three days of rejuvenation and, and, and potentially help your longevity and healthy aging. So that's this is why we exist, actually. We were a company doing, or, or USC was doing water fasting. So um, in, out of necessity, out of making fasting less risky and helping people comply with it, we were born with, again, millions of dollars in research, mainly from USC and National Institute of Health. That's um, amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. I've seen yeah. Prolon all over the place. I follow a number of celebrities, and they're always talking yes. about it. And then it all not all, I'm sorry, but it really got glorified and brought to the forefront when it was on Goop and Gwyneth Paltrow was doing it and she saw amazing results and she loved it. She does it all the time. Can you talk about, okay, let's, let's just say that someone is doing, they're like, fuck yeah, I want to, I want to live forever. I'm going to do this fast every three, four months and get all of these benefits and help my cells rejuvenate. What is the fast like? What can people expect when they are doing, let's, let's say, the five-day prolon fast? So basically, um, you order the, the product online. You get shipped to you. You open the box. We, we, we hired the Apple designer. So it's, it looks like a, a, a MacBook that you're receiving. You open it the does. box. And, and you have five days into it. And every, every uh, five boxes. And every box represents the food of the day. And typically your morning is the what we call the fast bar or the longevity bar, which is a product you can buy in retail. So everyone doing 16-8 or 18-6 intermittent fasting, we have launched separately the fast bar. You can buy it and you can eat it in the morning. We have done a randomized clinical trial showing that if you stay on water or you do the fast bar in the morning, glucose stays the same and ketones stay the same actually. 
uh, and it's published in a in journal called Nutrients, one of the top nutrition journals. They published the result of the trial. You can go and read it. It's and exactly it's identical. It's, it's real food in these bars. Yeah, the, the, and not only real. It's the premium food. So you know, I always do the bar. It's macadamia-based nuts, pecans, almonds, and with complex carbs and and plant-based proteins. And we studied. I mean, this is a, the fruit of twenty years of research. Um, there's wow. 20 universities now doing research with us uh, in order to identify how much of the macro and the micronutrients I can give you in the morning while keeping your body in a fasting mode. And why we launched the fast mode in the morning? Because a lot of people doing 16-8 or 18-6, they're doing it to lose weight, to feel great. But at the same time, remember that you have essential organs to, to nourish. And the morning is when you're thinking the most and you're going to work. So your brain needs to be nourished. And your heart has to has to you know pump actually every every second, so cannot stop your kidneys, your liver. So all the essential organs they still need nutrition. And and guess why you lose weight because they're calling for food and they're calling it from fat. The problem fat doesn't break down super fast. Glycogen breaks down fast. This is why everybody's tapping to muscle, and this is why some people complain about intermittent fasting. Say I'm doing my 16 hours. And I'm seeing I'm losing some fat, but I'm losing also muscle because your body goes first to glycogen and muscle before fat breakdown. So mm-hmm. if you eat the fast bar in the morning, you're nourishing that gap, you're nourishing the essential organs, and the body stays in ketogenesis and taps both into the fat and to the glycogen as well. So it's a great healthy bridge for the for the morning intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. And so so that bar exists in Prolon. It's your breakfast every day as well. And then, and then after that, you have your lunch and your dinner. They're based on soups. On there's a choco crisp as well, and there are snacks, um, um, uh, crackers, and olives as well. We provide you with a longevity drink that you can drink throughout the day. For everyone listening here that loves the muscle protection, um, I'm going to reveal some, one of our biggest secrets. So we do. We when the body starts doing autophagy and rejuvenation. The muscle actually is one of the most protected under prolonged fasting, not intermittent fasting. Under prolonged fasting, the body's saying, and think about it, this is a natural response to there's no food. I gotta I chop down my fat to feed my brain with ketones because I want to stay up. If I faint, I'm I'm dead. And I have to invest into the muscle because if I'm not strong, I cannot walk and find fruits and vegetables. This is this is how our ancestors for hundreds of thousands of years. Um, you know, manage to get through prolonged periods of fasting. The body switches to autophagy. Let's rejuvenate muscle and let's support it. The stress hormones are high, cortisol and growth growth hormones, so they push the muscle for rejuvenation. Now, when you're doing prolonged, this is one of our big secrets. You're drinking a drink throughout the day, the longevity drink, and there's good amount of complex carb and protein with the night soup. So you're feeding the muscle, and as you know, when you sleep is when your growth hormone is high. So we, we have a big trick in Prolon where when you have your dinner and you go to sleep, your muscle rejuvenating, the growth hormone is high, sending signal of growth to the muscle, and you're feeding, there's actually macronutrients versus water fast. So this is how we see at the end of Prolon, you don't lose lean body mass, you just lose fat only. And, and we have shown that versus Mediterranean diet in a randomized clinical trial. We just published this year another trial on male athletes. We, like, we, we said, let's go extreme. Let's go to male athlete who really need high level, typically high level of protein, high level of energy. 
and we put them on Prolon, and, and they actually did not lose muscle function. And we were able to file a patent on Prolon to protect lean body mass. Um, these results are published. Um, the article on muscle is, is called Fasting Mimicking Diet Does Not Reduce Skeletal Muscle Function in Healthy Young Adult, a randomized clinical trial. And it was published in the European Journal of Physiology. Wow. So this is very hardcore science. We did design Prolon to protect the muscle to de-risk fasting and to help you be compliant and do it over five days. And this is why, again, I'm not going to mention names, but most A-listers in Hollywood, most of the professional athletes, they actually inject Prolon into their life. I to, cannot to wait great. to get going on this thing, but yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait. The I have a question about this, and this is a small question. Are people working out when they're doing the Prolon fast? So we, we, we say to take, we recommend you take it easy over the five days. So Prola is 1,100 calories on day one and 800 calories on every other day. So we say, look, stretching, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, yoga, walking, this is all, you know, driving. Every, every daily activity is okay to do. There's no, no, we haven't had any, any grade one or grade two, you know, major risk as you see in water fast so so okay. and there's over a million use of prolon now so we crossed the million use of the product and Congratulations. But yeah, yeah but don't don't go run the marathon when you're doing prolon sure. uh, you're going to create a big gap of of of, of calories and it's it's just it's just uh, you gotta you know be careful there i want to ask about something that i haven't been able to hear about on other podcasts that you have recorded and i don't know if this is necessarily a question that you have personally have studied because this is definitely more female based, but I, a lot of my nutrition clients, they practice rest, uh, restricted eating windows and that works for them. They enjoy it. There are some times during the female cycle where your body is under more stress. Hormones are much higher. It doesn't make sense. If you are is there any research or do you have any answers on when it might be an opportune time to do the fast for females or a non-opportune time? Because this is a selfish question. I'm yeah. pretty regular and I would like to know. I have a feeling I know, but I'd love to hear from you. It's thoughts. selfish. It's only you and three and a half billion other ladies that have their cycles every month. So it's very, it's very <laughs> personal. That's all my three billion <laughs> listeners. Listen up. <laughs> So, you know, everything I said to you up until now, we have randomized clinical trials or long-term trials on where, again, as an as a MD-PhD, I only have scientific answers. So we have not done or seen any clinical trial that has been specifically addressing this topic. So, so from a scientific standpoint, there's no randomized clinical trials in, on, on that topic now. There's a lot of practice with fasting. And what I hear from doctors, especially OBGYN docs, they um, they recommend that you do, especially if you're going to do a longer fast. So first of all, the 12-hour fast. So so again, another, we talked about the protein industry pushing for, for their interest. I'm going to here also say there's a lot of folks pushing for the 16-8. And if you're a woman, and, and like you said, you know, especially around ovulation, you don't have to stress your body for 16 and 18 and 20. Um, most people that are behind the 16 and 18 are doctors and doctors see patients. And so, for example, Jason Fung, who's one of the greatest and, and biggest you know, voices in, in intermittent fasting, he, he actually was one of the fathers of pushing intermittent fasting, but he was pushing it because he's a nephrologist 
He sees patients about to go to dialysis and he's trying to save their life and says, hey, stay as long as possible due to okay. the day without food. Got it, see got that, it. You know, Peter Atiyah is, and, and Mark Hyman, these are great, respect, respectable doctors, though, right? They're doctors. They're not talking. Walter is a longevity uh, expert. He tells you what to do every day. So those the are doctors, more acute situations. These are exactly so. So so we recommend actually that you do twelve to fourteen hours rather than going sixteen and eighteen and twenty. Then you're not losing the muscle. Then you're doing the natural way of fasting. You know we we call it fasting today. This twelve hours it's called circadian fasting because you follow the circadian rhythm. But it's not even fasting. It's just eating the way we're supposed to eat. Our ancestors did not have uh, Netflix and popcorn late at night. They actually, the sun went down, they ate, you know, early dinner and they slept early and then they woke up the next day to go seek food. So it was natural. And we study centenarians, people living 100 and beyond. And one of the most common thing you can find with centenarians is they don't eat at night. And so instead of pushing the next day all the way to lunch and after while you're at work, while you're exercising and you're suffering and you have a headache, let's push backwards on dinner, eat dinner earlier, sleep Get your nightly sleep. People talk about the Nobel Prize in Medicine 2016 on autophagy. The 2017 Nobel Prize in Medicine was on the biological clock of the organs of the body. So we've mm -hmm. got to respect that. We've got to sleep at night and have every organ, every system sleep with us, not being eating and, and, and sleeping in a disrupted way. That's a good point. It's almost as though we're using sleep to repair every other part of our body. Exactly. Sleeping, it's not just the brain and the muscle. It's yeah. every part of the body needs to sleep so try oh, I to feel, eat i almost feel bad that i've been doing that to my body i'm like i won't tonight we'll eat early <laughs> yeah i mean it, it just don't feel bad because it's it's better than than the current american average american diet that we have so i'm not here to say 16 8 is bad or 18 is, is actually good for most and many especially if you have a short-term reason if you carry overweight and you want to lose it fast you do it because the advantages of losing that weight outweigh the disadvantages, the minor disadvantages that I'm bringing, that I'm bringing over. But if you're healthy, if you're, you know, fit, you don't have to do your 18. You do your 12, you do your 14 and eat, um, you know, a, a, a good healthy pescatarian diet. Then mm. you're investing into your healthy aging and longevity mm. uh, versus skewing your diet into one direction that, that might, that might not intercept with, again, with your, with your periods, et cetera. I want to close the, your question on, on the female yeah. period and cycle. We, as Prolon, we study Prolon for you know, men and women, all ages between 20 and 70. We never had any issue with, with and we test hormones. We never had any hormonal issue or, or sequence. It goes back to you're getting the fasting benefits, but you're eating. And this is the importance of de-stressing fasting. The fasting mimicking nutrition, whether it's the fast bar, it's the reset, which is a one-day fast, or the five days prolong, one of the biggest advantages is why you don't lose muscle. This is why potentially we don't impact the, the female cycle because there's food. And, and so we're allowing, I always use this example of leading a company. If I give you money, less money than you have, but at least some money to lead your company, you can still pay your people, you can still order your supplies, so you can function in a healthy way. Why feeling the stress of low funds and having to restructure your company and to fix what's going wrong into it? And this is why Prolon works so well. So it lights a little bit of fire underneath you. Okay. To, to make your body work yeah, more We live on calories. Every cell in the body is calories. It's not, it's not normal to go for like a week on water. Yeah. I mean, you get a lot of benefit for sure, but you get a lot of 
non-dive and, 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 and actually it's very risky. And we figured out a way to feed you enough for five days while your body is still taking advantage of the fasting state. What about caffeine? A lot of people use just black coffee as an appetite suppressant. Can you talk about what the protocol might be for coffee during this time? Or if you're not doing a prolonged fast, just any sort of. Yeah, we actually studied um, coffee with, with fasting and with the fast bar in the morning and with prolonged. And initially we were saying people to people don't, I mean, caffeine is not just, it's not the appetite suppressing also, but it sends the signal of food. It, it's, 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 um, it triggers the parasympathetic system. So, so your, your, your body thinks that it's, it's, I wouldn't say thinks it's eating, but gets the same triggers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it gets some satisfaction. Um, but, but actually it did not interfere, especially if you do one to two cups only when we didn't study like four or five. Okay. One to two black coffee is okay with intermittent fasting. We tested it with the fast bar even for 16-hour intermittent fasting, and it wasn't taking the body off fast. Great. Now, don't add sugar and milk to it. Just keep sure. it black. Probably stevia should be okay. Probably, again, we don't know. So we haven't studied in a randomized controlled way what happened if you if you add stevia or a sweetener to your coffee. Yeah. Um, so, so we don't know. But... Um, but if you ask me to bet, I would say black coffee plus a little bit of uh, sweetener for those who really, really need it. Got it. Uh, you can do it. So if we're if someone's hearing this and they think, okay, well, carbs and protein aren't great, so why wouldn't I just all the time? Why wouldn't I do this fast and then go into a, practicing a keto diet? Why wouldn't I be in a keto diet? Why would I go straight towards? light protein and carbohydrates. Can can you yeah. just briefly talk on so ketogenic? Just, yeah, just to clarify, we're not saying carbs and proteins are bad. We're just mm-hmm. saying high levels of carbs obviously will will will, will over trigger growth factor like insulin. High levels of protein will keep you in a high IGF state, which is both their pro-aging and pro-diseases. And we see that right, you eat high carb, you become diabetic, you eat high protein, you get diabetes and cancer and and potentially other predisposing conditions. So they're good in a normal way. Um, this is what we're trying to to to, to say. And, and you said, but why people don't do keto? Because keto still has protein. And actually, keto did a big mistake initially, which says animal source of protein. Now you have the plant-based movement of keto, which is much better. But keto puts you on a super, super low carb. Um, and again, ketogenic diet started by, by a few doctors. It was nosy for neurological conditions and for diabetes. And now everyone is going on keto, same craze, like 18, 20 hours of fasting. It's not for everyone because there are, it comes at an expense, right? If you go super low on carbs, if you don't have diabetes, you don't have to do that because every cell in your body lives on carbs. Like carbs are, are good. You know, we, we're now we say carbs are bad because we're all overweight and all pre-diabetic. And we say it's bad, but it's not bad. Every cell in the body needs carbs every day to function. Mm-hmm. Every cell in the body needs protein every day to function. So keto diet came rightfully so for diabetes and neuro- neurodegenerative disease because, or neurological disease because the brain loves ketones. The brain is a fat organ. Uh, a lot of people don't know that, but a brain is a fat organ. So this is why ketogenic diet, high in fat, and keeps the body producing ketones is good for the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good for diabetes because super low in carb. But the ketogenic diet still has uh, proteins in it at, at a normal level. So it's not ideal as a longevity diet. It's a good diet for diabetes or for people who have high blood sugar and some neurological condition. 
the ideal diet for longevity is probably somewhere pescatarian, where you're eating a lot of plant-based sources of um, um, and not sources of carbs. So, so complex carbs. You're adding fish and seafood as a primary source of animal protein, and they're coupled with healthy omegas, so they outweigh each other. Mm. And mm. then, um, mm. and then, and potentially flexitarian. You know, having meat only, you know, a few one or once or twice a week. Or eggs. Uh, max, max or eggs, you know, just to counterbalance a little bit the lack of certain proteins when, when you're, if you're going too much on plant-based versus the, the pescatarian. So anywhere between flexitarian and pescatarian probably is a longevity diet. Again, a little bit more protein at the early age, between age zero and 20, a little bit more protein after 65, 70, because your body needs that at that time. Maybe pure flexitarian, pescatarian between age 40 and 65, that age that we talked about, the pre-disease age, um, yeah. just to balance the overshoot insulin and IGF. Probably this is this is a good longevity diet. All right, I want to paint this picture for you. This is the last picture we will paint together, I promise. But we have a lot of people listening to the podcast who are in their 30s, 40s, and their parents are getting to the point where they're they're at that, they're at a <laughs> yeah you know, a stage where it would be a big concern if they were diagnosed with something and maybe they have been diagnosed for a long time. They've been living with something for a long yeah. time. So I want to paint a picture for you. Uh, a lot of men and women, but men specifically struggle with hypertension, uh, heart disease, heart attack. We're looking at a 65 year old man who is overweight, but still participates in daily activities, uh, has a stint, has had a heart attack and is on a statin. If apart from adherence to any kind of protocol, if he was open to a protocol, is this still something that could help to get him off of his medicines or is this a too late situation? Um, well, the answer is it depends because th that person might have other, other, you know, other things they're dealing with. And, and we definitely recommend that the doctor supervise that patient if they want to do the fasting mimic nutrition for 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 you know for healthy longevity for helping mm -hmm. with the etc we have today 13,400 doctors that are actually doing prolon that or registered with us to recommend prolon so and we started studying health conditions so we're launching the diabetes remission and regression program awesome. in Q1 of next year 2023 that's that's probably the biggest quarter for the history in the history of our company and maybe maybe the history of medicine because there was never one nutrition product launched to induce disease remission and regression in diabetes. We have two clinical trials showing that. Uh, one that we just published two months ago and it was done in Heidelberg University in Germany. Another one we'll publish soon with the University of Leiden, showing a, showing that we're eight hundred percent better chance than medicine to getting disease regression. So and, and we've published on um, on breast cancer three or four articles already. A couple of them are in nature, the number one science journal of the world. So what I want to say is there's a lot of promise on using the fasting mimicking diet for for a better management of chronic condition. I don't want to specifically today recommend prolon to one patient or another because mm -hmm. that's like prescribing it into a patient case. So I would refer this person that you suggested to his doctor for the doctor to assess whether they can do prolon or not. 
but we are using the fasting mimicking nutrition technology for a lot of health conditions in testing. And we're going to launch in the market next year as a first food as medicine uh, to the world. So we're very excited about that, but I have Incredible. to be very careful and not prescribe myself to people, uh, the condition. We're going to empower doctors. So these are uh, the, the diabetes product is going to be called Promet for pro-metabolism. Mm. So that would be the product that the doctor would control and prescribe to a patient like the one you you, you, you described. We will have dietitians partnering with that doctor to give the best care for, for the patient that you described. So super excited about that. I cannot um, wait to and, see that that interruption <clears throat> in the in the industry. I think that it is Yeah, I think time. you know that that was that was our passion from day one is to go back to healthcare, to medicine. All doctors are like myself. We we go for 14 years between you know pre-med and med and residency and fellowship and sub-fellowship. We do it because we love patients and we love mm-hmm. changing their life. But unfortunately, we only have one solution, which was medicine and maybe sometimes surgery. I think we're going to bring food as a new solution for doctors in their clinics to change a lot of their patients' lives as well. Um, we decided to do it the right way, meaning going back and do 20 years of research, show like like the pharma industry does and the biotech industry show and mice the results, in human trials the results, get patents, get the trust of doctors, and then start getting prescribed. And this is how we're uh, this is this is um, this is where we're heading. Good things take time, truly. And yes. while we have you, I, I would be remiss to not ask about you specifically, if this is your life force and all that you do, what is a day in the life of your, like what's in your pantry? What are you eating? What'd you have today? Tell me about your, your lifestyle. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big uh, pescatarian, flexitarian. So a lot of plant-based uh, fish and I do meat, you know, max actually one times a week, sometimes just twice a month. Um, I'm uh, early, uh, you know, I eat my dinner. I try to eat it between six and eight. I do stay a little bit longer awake given that I'm a CEO and I have a lot of responsibility for the company. That's probably my sin is staying a little bit late at night and having to wake up early in the morning and not sleeping my, my, my full hours. Um, exercise is key. The 30 to 40 minutes or the 10,000 steps. I try to do it mainly. I always say one of my biggest secrets is on my AirPods because I do most of my calls while walking around the block. And that's that's that that was a big change in my life. If I had to um, sit and zoom all day and or just take a call on on my cell phone, I would be sitting for long hours. So, um, and I do the twelve uh, hours circadian you know fast. I do most of my breakfast with fast bar, um, and just because of the greens are, are are amazing. And macadamia is the most expensive thing you can buy from nature for for a good reason because it has the very healthy fats plant-based proteins and complex carbs. Um, and I do prolon once every quarter, uh, my five okay. days of fasting mimicking nutrition. Okay. When are you up on your, when are you going to do your next one or isn't it four now? What's, what's going on? When are you doing your fast? Um, I don't start on January 1st. I start typically on January 7th. So I'm skewed by seven days with the quarters. My Got next it. one would be October 7th. Oh, very cool. That's yeah. one of my best friend's birthdays. That might oh. be the time. That might be the time when we we all do our fast together, a group fast. Well, thank you so much for this time. I you we could go on forever, and I might even break this up into two pieces because what you have to say just needs to take up space. And 
I'm very impressed by you. I think we all are. But if you are listening and you're interested in trying the Prolon Fast, uh, Prolon has set us up and El Nutra has set us up with a discount. You can use the code HTH25 for 25% off. Again, it's code HTH25 for 25% off. I will definitely be doing the five day as not as soon as I get it, but I got to find a good time. I got to find a busy week. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Fantastic. you and, so much. And I thank you so much, uh, Eliza. I mean, people like you uh, are what we need to, to to get our voice out, right? We we are smaller than the big companies that have a lot of millions of dollars to put in and push us to do things that they want for their own profits. But it's people like you that we call catalyst of change that allow us to have a vo- share of voice mm-hmm. and, and change people's life. Well, you knew you are welcome hop onto this podcast anytime you can come on once a month that's fine with me and i will absolutely be emailing you to reschedule for another podcast because yeah, there's much. just too much there's a million questions that i didn't get to ask but when people are searching for this information where is the best place for them to look uh, they want to look at the at the, our company's mission and the people behind it and the science l-nutra.com l is for longevity dash nutra through nutrition so it's longevity through nutrition dot com uh, if they want to specifically read about prolon go to prolonfast.com or prolonfmd.com fmd is for fasting mimicking diet um and if they if they want to try the fast bar fastbar.com uh prolon reset the one day fast a lot of people love to do a full one day fasting with food it's called prolonreset.com if they want to learn more about me i'm, I'm mostly active on linkedin uh, under joseph anton i'm also active on twitter under dr joseph anton I was going to say, I did some stalking. Couldn't find you on Instagram. There are a lot of of Joseph Anton, not you. Well, thank you so much for your time and all of your knowledge and brain power. And we are so excited for this. Again, it's HTH25. Make sure you check it out. Get the five days so you can do it with me. And so I don't have to do this thing alone because I know my boyfriend won't do it with me. But thank you so much. And we will have you on again. Thank you, Alexa. Take care. If you absolutely loved today's episode as much as I did, please head over to iTunes or Spotify. Make sure you are following Hotter Than Health. Leave us a review, rate us five stars, and be on the lookout for some other episodes coming out within this month. You all will not be disappointed. Again, rate us five stars, subscribe, help support the podcast using some of the links in the show notes, and we will talk to you next Thursday.